0: this week on another brother but i felt i felt like it was good for you
1: (laughs) builds character yes so So play for pain we are like (laughs) so much fun
2: (laughs) we're gonna play for pain and like diving for my life as the snap of some projectile flies past my ear. Brother over
0: here. Brother over there. Brother everywhere. Another brother.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, how did our love affair with paintball even begin i assume like it started with alex no i would imagine no? it did too
0: no i don't think uh, so. out
2: of the three
1: of us you weren't the first to pick it up was it josh i think it was josh really? so i think
0: it was you you and your friend and max,
1: max and adam th- that started the paintball
0: i, I mean i, I guess can't imagine why we would have you could say that maybe it started <laughs> with like laser tag and before yeah, that he, that's true super
2: soakers yeah yeah that's fair Yeah. Okay. So that probably that probably. So how and who took that step to paintball?
0: Honestly, I'm pretty sure Josh went there. It might have been
2: me. I do remember because I remember getting the, uh, what do they call them? Brass Eagle. I think the brand was Brass Eagle. Yeah. Um, tiny little little, like ten shot pump action five ounce CO2 cartridge. Yeah, little ten gram cartridge. Yeah, ten gram cartridge from uh, Walmart. Yeah. They were like twenty five bucks or something, and uh, twenty five for a single. Oh, yeah, for, well, for the gun, so it was a gun. Oh, okay, plus right.
1: um, tiny little fifty round hopper. Yeah, yeah. The, these pump action things were so.
2: <laughs> but it was such a blast because <laughs> like we play it. Yeah, we'd go down to Willark Park. You'd have and to lob the at balls Willark at Park. each other. Yeah, exactly. yeah, are you kidding? Yes, me? They played at Willark. <laughs> yeah. Well, because these <gasps> things are so underpowered. Yeah. Like. Um, you'd, you would, you'd have to like arc it and try to be like, what's the optimal, uh, pitch on this that I can to get the, for this distance. Like, like,
0: like someone that's just 30 yards away, you'd have to lob it at them.
2: (laughs) It was so fun, but also
1: account for wind. (laughs) Yeah. They would would go all over the place. Yeah. I remember,
2: um, trying to like, trying to do like trick shots between like the branches and the trees and like.
0: Yes, this uh, is how I remember the paintball starting. It was you guys at
2: Willark. Oh. Uh, I don't know when or why I got into it. Because none so of no, my friends the, ever did. Yeah, it was mostly my friends, huh?
0: Like Max. Huh. Max, Chris, Eric. Okay, I mean n- okay. none of my friends is a little much. Greg was into paintball. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, yeah, Greg if was. you're listening. <laughs> but like but Russell, Danny, Kurt. Oh, yeah. None they of them didn't.
2: got into paintball. I think um, I might not have either if we hadn't started the way we did because starting off with that super low tech. Grassroots. Yeah, you kind of, <laughs> um, you know, you could dodge. Right. And you could, you could avoid the pain pretty easily. So I think as we kept stepping it up to the next level, it was kind of, uh, I don't know, that foundation kind of helped me like mentally prepare
1: and this is where being the youngest brother sucked because I always stepped it up to the next level. Well, it was delayed. I wanna say that. Yeah. So like right. I was then left with the pump actions <laughs> once they got real guns and but
0: but I felt
1: I felt like it was good for you.
0: <laughs> Builds character. Yes. Yeah. I I was I mean, I think I probably still feel this way about a lot of things, but especially back then when I had to learn how to draft with old school drafting machines and no computers at all. I never got to do any computer drafting in high school. Wow. In my head, it was like this noble thing you did to like gain respect for the way things used to be so that you could fully respect what you had available to you. And it's like, it's paintball, dude. (laughs) Get over it. But it was so fun playing out in those really tall grass fields with those pump action... Guns, because like you felt like you were in the Matrix,
1: like dodging yeah. bullets oh. as they were coming at you. It was so fun. I keep wanting to call it uh, Alex Olson's property, but he hadn't bought it. He had back yet. then. I forgot. We were that was just trespassing. Yeah,
0: probably. And and just, you, you, but it
1: was were. the perfect spot, and it was so close. Yeah.
2: Well, I like how it offered so much different, varied terrain to play. In. Yes, because mm-hmm. you had the grass, you had the barn, um, you have like, trees. The, creeks and the really dense thickets once you go over the farming yeah, the, land when, once someone was
0: had the balls <laughs> to go <laughs> drapes through this person's field and
2: farmland <laughs> to get to that uh thicket that
0: grove out there
2: yeah. how cool. did that start how did we i think was that was that the nelsons did they show us that property i don't remember i
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be I surprised mean, either. They're the ones that lived out there. And and uh, I, their dad now has their tractor out there. Come oh, on, really? Let's put those pieces True. together.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I remember in high school doing the video production class, we would, a lot of our filming was like based out there. Just because huh. it was so cool with those overland railroad tracks. Mm. And yeah. And the old rustic barn that was falling apart. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think we were already paintballing out there before um me and my friends started filming out there yeah i think we were f- maybe just kind of adventuring into this trespassed land <laughs> and then we eventually found that thicket of trees yeah and went back there and it was just perfect it's like it was destined for paintball
0: and yeah. i think uh, i'm not sure if i had graduated high school yet by that point in time but i think
2: so it, it straddled
1: i think cuz you used your sportsman's warehouse. Yeah. And I Just didn't have it. that job oh, yeah. until I
0: graduated. Yeah. I got myself. That's when the arms race between
2: you and I, Josh, started. Because <laughs> Alex, and you had money to And this to is where I started it. getting I usable didn't...
1: guns. Yeah. 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 That's true. I he didn't had a job. Have a
2: job. So how the heck right. was I even buying that stuff? I don't Maybe that's know. what my lunch money was going to Christmas,
1: <laughs> birthday, saving up. I don't know. Yeah. That 16
2: inch spiraled barrel, though. Fourteen yeah, 14. Fourteen. Yeah, that was that was my coup de grace. I guess I don't know. But again, going back to our video game episode, Alex, oh. very much you like very much leaned into that like covert that sniper. Archetype, yeah, yeah. You got the what was that brand of camo? Mossy Oak? Oh. Yeah, you got <laughs> so it was specifically their camo. turkey
0: hunting camo <laughs> because it was extra green. Yeah, gloves. Yeah. I had it on gloves. A uh, long sleeve T-shirt, a pair of pants, and (laughs) I was really depressed this year because I had no friends. (laughs) Everybody was gone to school, and I was left at home. So, I was watching all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, And one of the things I watched on the History Channel was the history of camouflage. (laughs) And so I then hand painted my mask. Yes to be camouflage i forgot about that hand painted my uh hopper to match yeah uh my gun itself was green yeah and then yeah i got those the the perforated sticker to go onto the visor that was in a like an old school army forest camo And your helmet was fully
1: encased right
2: covered your back the back of the head too no that was josh's mine did Uh, mine did well, because Alex starts right, so we're talking about paintball <laughs> arms race. So Alex starts getting like super op equipment. The I'm first like, one of us the... to get a semi-automatic, I think. Yeah, probably. probably. I and think like I must a two hundred round hopper. For Christmas. The mm-hmm. Halo. Yeah, you got a Halo hopper with the force feed, didn't you? No,
0: no, no. The only one that ever had the only one that ever had one of those was Eric because yeah. he had the fully automatic.
2: <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Jeez. The fully electric trigger. I think it was a double trigger. Um halo hopper <laughs> yeah you had an electric trigger too but
1: you did yeah I remember I that you had the batteries that went into the handle
2: yeah and um, I it had a little LED L- LCD uh-huh. display mm-hmm. but the only thing I remember was I programmed it to say see uh, courage grows stronger at the wound so whenever I'd pick up my yeah, paintball gun right. and turn it on I'd look at <laughs> it and be like yeah courage <laughs> does grow stronger at the wound <laughs> Just to psych myself up. Because there point. were some crazy games.
0: A lot of stuff was going on at that point in time. Like, we were we were really starting to get into the fact that our heritage was Scottish at that point in time, too. Yeah. Man, that was a good time.
2: Yeah. Um, and we were, like, really getting in, I think, our our meshing with Amberlyn.
1: No, not yet. That was after your freshman year of college. You yeah. brought it home from BYU. I didn't hear any until after my mission. Mm-hmm.
2: What? It came that late to us. No way. Yeah,
1: you discover them on like Pandora or
2: something. It was probably me and Chris because we were roommates. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was probably a combination of that. But Linkin Park.
0: Linkin Park. For me, Jimmy Eat World. Oh, yeah. Jimmy
2: Eat World. Big. Um, Franz Ferdinand. What? Yeah, that was No, I thought that was, was yours. Yeah, I think like it was. They're uh, Scottish, I think. Or British of some sort. Metallica. Oh, I listened to a lot of Metallica. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, slowly throughout this whole time, I was probably the biggest beneficiary. I spent no money, but eventually got a full kit out of of the arms race. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Man, we went crazy. I had like a proper gun carrying case. Yes, you did. Like the egg carton foam in it. And I cut it so that everything fit just right. My barrel, my gun. I think I even got my CO2 in there. Man, I miss being able to like... Know that gun inside and out. Take it apart, fully redo all the the O rings so there were no leaks afterward. Yep. That was scary to begin with, though. <laughs> figuring that out.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's probably more probably felt more terrifying, terrifying than it really needed to be. Yeah. In hindsight, so like, yeah, I knew my gun so well um, when I did get to BYU and started doing my mechanical engineering. Uh, We had to do a project where we had to build, like, a complex machine. And I was able to completely 3D recreate my entire gun down to the O-ring. I remember those renders. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I totally made up the measurements, you know. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But, man, I remember um, once we were doing this so broadly amongst us and our small group of friends and then um, integrating it within the young men.
0: Yeah. That's when it got really interesting really? to me. It was like, <laughs> Dad was playing. Oh, right, right, As right, a yeah, sanctioned
2: yeah. young men's uh, activity, activity. activity. On someone Sancti- else's <laughs> line, You <laughs> know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: We have no idea who owns this barn. That, I know you guys did this a few times. I can only remember playing with Dad once. and I think it was Same. probably think, the first time.
2: Yeah. I think we played twice at least, but I, I only remember the one time
1: yeah dad took us man it was someone's birthday
2: oh it was um, took us
1: to an actual yeah outdoor or I and guess. uncle bob went
0: too and i didn't get to go
1: yeah, yeah it was trevor's
0: it was uh trevor's birthday party it sounded memorable. awesome oh yeah oh, camp real. rylea
2: oh yeah camp rylea you guys
1: you guys took them to camp rylea i never went to camp rylea
2: that was just me oh yeah baby. You took the guns Yes. Oh, man. Because they have they have a full-on. I mean, yeah, that's what the city's you've been for. there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now yeah. having been in the Army, it's called a mount, mount city. Mm. Not um, mock. Mount. Or mock city, but we, we do it for mount, mount okay. training. Still one of the best cities of the kind that I've been through. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that was a blast, too. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we got the Oregon Guard to, like, let us do that. It's so pretty cool. sweet.
0: I think one of the best things about paintballing was yes it was really fun to play but it was almost more fun at the end of a round of playing to just start recounting all of your war stories to everybody (laughs) i don't know why that was so fun but it was so fun to just be talking about what you just did with everybody
2: when it came i think for us because we were you know related and or friends for so long right it was like it wasn't a macho ego driven thing or it was like steam. dude you freaking nailed me yeah <laughs> right here i can't believe yeah, you were that's true you were so cool like you were good enough to do that yeah uh, that's just, totally
1: what the spirit of it was yeah it was no yeah. like trying to brag or right. show each other up
0: we were not uh what some people might say are traditional paintballers i guess cuz mm. there are some really douchey paintballers <laughs> out
2: there man well yeah at trevor's birthday party oh yeah yeah, we had to deal with a bunch of drama. Dad, oh, I don't Dad remember. was, yeah. By the end, well, because um, someone, because we ended, we were there, and then they can't just close it down to one group because they have to make their money. So another right. group of like four or five teenage g- guys showed up. Yeah. someone was down. It might have been. It wasn't Dad. I can't remember who it was, but someone was down like in like thick ferns, and one of these kids was. Just shooting into it, and the guy was trying to wave off, like, oh, him hit, him "Yeah, I'm hit, I'm hit," but the guy just kept unloading. And then, of course, me being a hothead, I just like ran up right up to this kid and like pushed him hard, and was getting ready to like throw down fists, you know, <laughs> fist and. Uh, and then all the adults, Bob and Dad, and everyone shows up and they're like, "What's going on?" Here? And then you know, Dad, we're done, we're out of here. This you know, Trevor's birthday party's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> his big dad got dad got really really mad it might have been him that was getting shot i don't know i think it was dad which is why i got so i was like murderous like i'm going to murder this (laughs) teenager right now that was a hard one for me we had i remember that i don't know how
0: but our group of friends we just had this innate sense of fairness for fun yeah that nobody would ever think of taking advantage of it because it wasn't fun at that point. Yeah. Fairness made it more fun and we ne- we never had to talk about the rules really. Yeah. Like if there yeah. were any any game has basic rules that make it the game, but like as far as rules to make the game fair, we never had to talk about those. Like everybody just got it. We just did it and that's what made paintball with us so much fun. It's like Sorry, go on. I've seen some YouTube videos from a guy who does either airsoft or paintball. I can't remember which. I think probably airsoft, but maybe paintball. I don't remember. Anyway, and his videos are always full of drama because people just don't want to play fair. They want to win and show that they're better than everybody, but we just wanted to have fun.
1: I I won't name names, but I remember one or two occasions of a a certain individual who... We'd have to put back in line or like just get on their case for being stupid, like shooting mm. at someone with their mask off.
2: Oh yeah. Oh. Any any names coming to mind? Yes. Yeah. Uh, for for a minute there, I was thinking a little bit, but yeah, I definitely hundred percent know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, just like what he's he's yeah anyway. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but it's I'm, true. Because part of it, like, we didn't want to play for like you know one hit you're out because then you're like oh man, right. but then that person's not having fun anymore. Yeah. So, so we play we for pain. We were like, we're <laughs> for So yeah. much fun. <laughs> we're gonna play for pain, and like you can give up once you're done. Like once that pain threshold is met, you can walk off the field. No, you know, no issues. Uh, man, but then you so just good. you just go back in somewhere else. Yeah, oh, I don't remember that
1: really. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We would uh, we would say we would we would head out with it. Usually, wasn't the gas. The gas wasn't usually the, the issue, the limiting issue as much as the, the number of rounds. Yeah. But we would go out, each person with a certain number of rounds, we'd talk about how many rounds everybody has, and we'd be like, okay, let's just go play, like, maybe 500 rounds. And we would just kind of stop once someone had run out of rounds.
1: Yeah. That brings me to another thing I remember, kind of the communal feel of it, like, you'd all throw your balls out. Hmm. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Throw our paintballs out there. Yeah. And if someone was low and someone else was, like, loaded, like, we would communally share those paintballs to make sure we could keep playing. We had enough rounds yeah, to, if everybody wanted to go to around the playing, party, then
0: we'd yeah make it happen. Yeah. Especially CO2. since I got a discount on paint and gas. At, oh, yeah. At oh, Sportsman's. Yeah. I got really good prices on paint when I was working there.
2: <laughs> that was, um. it was meant to be that job coalesced perfectly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just remember, who was the, I think a lot of the genius behind a lot of this stuff is Chris, but I, also I think Alex too. Like, when did we start giving names to like the key terrain features within our wooded zone? I remember uh, Hamburger Hill. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a, I think there was a stump somewhere that we called corn Dog. <laughs> yeah, Corndog. There was medicine or
0: c- the cabinet or... Yeah, because there was an actual medicine cabinet, medicine cabinet. <laughs> that someone had <laughs> thrown out there for some reason. Oh, that's right. We weren't the first people no. to be out there using it for this kind of activity.
2: Yeah, someone else had been there and put some like yeah, some furniture elements out there, cabinets and things. I think we behind. could find old
0: paint markings too. Yeah. So it wasn't just like a homeless person had been living out there.
2: But for all that time, like we never came across anybody else, which tells me there must have been like you know, like a generation behind us.
1: Yeah. Or the Nelsons going up target practice.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> no, because we like yeah, because we had like stumbled on this. Cause we were tired of just playing in the tall grass. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's trees over there. Let's hike out there and see. And then as we're walking through, there's like this cabinet there and everything. Yeah. You're like, what the heck? It was
0: a perfect, perfect place to play. It was iconic for our group. Just, oh, it was yeah. just the perfect size with the perfect variety of spaces. I remember what I, what I consider in my mind to be like the front area. It was like gently sloped mm-hmm. and there were trees around the perimeter all the way around and then a couple of trees a few trees widely spaced out in the middle of this gentle slope that created what was kind of like a round circular area that i considered to be kind of the main battlefield that was usually where we were yeah and there were foxholes here and there and
2: that's where i think the medicine cabinet was yeah so i think these trees that just created little hovels like Mm,
1: but like
0: the the trees were spaced out enough that it felt really open but you weren't you didn't always have perfect lines from every spot to every other spot because there were trees out there in the middle oh my
1: gosh it was so good so good do you guys remember you you glued Little clickers to the oh, side yeah. of your guns. So you could I absolutely with, remember that. Via
0: clicking. We got those from Earlene at, oh, at a Halloween. Award <laughs> Halloween party. Oh not Christmas. <laughs> Halloween, yeah. Yeah. They used to be little white ghosts. Yeah. And we just uh, like filed and shaved off all the plastic until it was just the clicker. The clicker on. Because that's we were we were gonna play a night game at John Heater's parents' house in West Salem. Yes, that John
2: Heater. Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) That's right. Name drop. (laughs) We never met him or anything, but... But that backyard was freaking dope.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: We were going to play a night game, and we... Another thing that I think I had seen watching a lot of History Channel... I was either watching (laughs) History Channel, Harry Potter, or Lord of the Rings. That's all you need. I learned about DJ Paratroopers that Mm. uh, dropped in the night before from the gliders... They all had these like Snapple lids, and they would click at each other. Two clicks to question, and then one click in response mm. to say I'm a friendly. And so I was like, That's Oh right. my gosh, these would be perfect for that. Then we hot glued them to the side of our guns, so we right within reach of our thumbs. thumbs. Yep, yep. That's not all. Like <laughs> you and I, Josh, we went <laughs> the two of us <laughs> went really crazy <laughs> with our paintballing. Like, like we came up with so many drills. To drill each other in very specific ways to, to, to increase our skills. <laughs> and it was because I had been drum major my senior year, and I, I had it in my head to be thinking of new ways to drill marching fundamentals mm. into the band. And I came up with some exercises of my own that I thought were really good. But yeah, so that was just kind of in my head to be thinking that way at that point. So we didn't just play for pain all the time. Sometimes we did play, you get hit, you, you're out. Yeah. Sometimes we would do that. But other times we would play these other game modes that came from these drills that Josh and I came up with. I think we called one Hunter and the Hunted.
2: Oh my gosh. That was yeah. my favorite drill. And we I so- totally forgot
0: about that. Really? Oh yeah. We played that out in the grass first. And one of us would have a gun, the other would have a helmet. the one with the gun would close their eyes plug their ears and count to a certain number that was determined ahead of time and the other person with the helmet had that much time to hide themselves Mm -hmm. the other person once they were done counting would open their eyes and they would have one shot to shoot the other person. One round one round wow and that was only if they could see them and we would play i think variations where you could move and others where you couldn't
2: yeah, the hunter yeah. Oh. would get to walk around and, and yeah. You're saying oh, that, yeah. that base mode, yeah, both
1: stationary, right? So it's like a pretty limited amount of time you're counting, yeah. Um, so, we, oh, yeah, we, you're talking
2: like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes 10 or yeah, five. I, say, I think we shorter. went all the way down to five seconds. I just remember, I remember like hiding behind roots or something because I think we did it in the tree stands too. We did um, that,
0: was when we would play like as a full game mode with other
1: people,
2: yeah. I just remember, like, hiding somewhere and, like, tucking all of my limbs in and just be closing my eyes and being like, don't breathe, don't breathe. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God.
1: I can't believe I don't remember ever playing this because that's, like, absolutely the kind of game you guys would convince me to be the, the hunted
2: <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> we would trade. We would totally trade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that game was great. Well, and Alex and his Masio camo, and you're like, gosh, yeah. dang it. Where the heck are you?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I had I definitely had an advantage there.
2: Remember when we – um so – as we're rack, ramping up in how we were playing, we started integrating radio systems too. Yeah, uh-huh. Push to talk radio. And uh-huh. I don't remember if, Alex, if you were the first one to get one, but didn't you get a throat mic? Yes, I also got that from
0: Sportsman's Warehouse.
2: Yeah, so a Vox, uh, uh-huh. voice activated throat mic onto his uh, little 2 aid radio.
0: Clear your voice to start the
2: uh, broadcast turn, and turn then Vox keep on. talking. Yeah. No way, yeah. Oh, dude, it was awesome because that's when we started like distributing. That's when we, we had like identified hot dog or corn dog and hamburger hill. And so we're like, now we're like dispersed across uh-huh. this entire area and we're still trying to like totally force the other side to capitulate from just the pain. Right. Right. And so we're really trying to like, <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to canalize the, the entire other team into an area where both of us can just like lay down fire yeah. until they run away. And so you had to be able to communicate. It was awesome.
1: What, one closing thought. I can't wait until our kids are old enough. Mm. Not where I'm at currently, not paintball, but the new, like the gel bead mm. blasters they have. Oh. Have you not seen those? Oh, man. No. I think it'd be so. So, like, I mean, we're talking a hopper the size of like a phone, 800 rounds in that bad boy. Dang. So, you know, Orbeez. Yeah, yeah. It, it basically right. Orbeez, only yeah. really, really small, yeah. right? So they're about the size of an airsoft round, but they it, go it, squish. Yeah, but you can still feel it. They they leave little little marks from what I've seen. So you huh. just throw on some glasses, and you know it's so it's obviously more comparable to airsoft, airsoft. but right. it's biodegradable. It's just gel. Yes, that's the best part. So you can go play anywhere, and you're not leaving paint or these pellets or whatever. I mean, the paint was biodegradable. Dang. That's true. It was. But and some airsoft air airsoft are, rounds. but it, they're cheap too. Dang. So someone asks, so what does POC mean? So, you know, someone says a proof of concept. So someone else thinking they're funny says, yeah, it has something to do with an MVP. So that same person who said what a POC is, he clarified MVP means minimum viable product. So I respond... That really changes my understanding of the award I got back in T-Ball.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you were short. Minimum, Minimum viable to be a T-Ball <laughs> <laughs> player. Yeah. Ah, I- Sooners! Hey, kids. Do you know
2: what time it is?
0: Story Hi! Hi!
2: Okay, so back when I was in elementary school, all of my friends, minus one, lived roughly in the same neighborhood area in Kaiser. And so during the summers, you know, it wasn't uncommon to just head over to one of the houses over there, usually Max's, and that kind of became like our base of operations for whatever fun we were going to be having that day. Yeah. But this was was probably the fundamental start of my shenanigans, like the... uh, (laughs) Yeah. The origin story of sorts. So we were, you know, Cub Scouts and it's Oregon. So we're very interested in the outdoors and we feel very comfortable being in like the forest and exploring on our own and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the way out there, if you're heading out to that neighborhood, like heading towards Gups or up 14th street at the time, you're not going to find it anymore, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But um, as you get close to Marigold, I think it's marigold or meadowlark, um, you'd come across what we called Black Path because there was a black paved pathway that came off the sidewalk that went past this grassy, open grassy field. And then eventually it sloped pretty severely down to a creek and the entire creek area was just really heavily forested. And Black Path would take you down and it would wrap around this little subdivision and flow along next to the creek. And there were a bunch of like wild onions and stuff down there. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. We'd pick them and you'd smell them and they'd, you know, just smell good and you'd suck on them and whatever. Or we'd even like... <laughs> mm, onion. Some of us would suck on them apparently. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. I mean, you're a kid, you're out, you're foraging. Like, yeah, it's a cool yeah. feeling. We are pretty young. All right. All right. <laughs> and And we'd even like try to stew some like campfire that's what I remember taking them back
1: to the to the free Free house and yeah Uh, try to cook
2: with them yeah that never tasted good because we had no concept of seasoning but anyway one summer well so then this forested area was like really thickly forested the trees were so big and like old so they're like really just good strong fir trees and one summer we decided to really explore the black path area And we'd go out there and we noticed in one tree, like really, really high up in the tree, there were some wood like stepping, kind of like, you know, old school kid tree forts, Mm -hmm. a ladder up Mm -hmm. in the tree, just hammer a board in. So like really high up in the tree, there were maybe four or five of these. And you're like, what the heck? How did you even get there? And you'd notice some like scrap wood up there in some of the, the tree canopies. So very clearly we're like, oh, this is a forest fort. This is our forest fort. <laughs> and we started like renovating and improving and building our forts and stuff. And like we'd get up, we'd get like either a five gallon bucket or like I think we had a wagon at one point and we'd fill it with scrap wood from whoever's house, some old nails and hammer. And we would just haul these things down the neighborhoods over to Black Path. And how old were you at this point again? Um, gosh. Well, Max moved in in fifth grade, and I mm. think it was probably that summer. So it was probably so the summer like of 11, my fifth grade year. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. So we were just renovating, and then <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was my idea because I'm the one that was like really into war and like <laughs> like like the historicities Always. of war and stuff. And I remember learning about Vietnam. <laughs> and I remember that uh, in my fifth
1: grade coursework. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding.
2: (laughs) Uh, so I had remembered like the Viet Cong would build like punji pits and stuff and booby traps. And so we'd start. Uh. (laughs) 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 So this was just a concept at this point. right? (laughs) We're just like, I'm just conceptualizing like, man, this is a forward, like we got to defend it. Right. There's all these options that we have. Sure. Um, So anyway, as we're really developing this place out, one day we start going back and we're crossing the really long grass field that leads to the tree line. Mm -hmm. And it's just like any other normal sunny summer day. And as we're approaching the tree line, no kidding, there I was diving for my life as the snap of some projectile flies past my ear over and over again there was another kid gang in town and these guys <laughs> were slingshotting nails at us nails What a freak nails like big thick construction nails so we, we hit
1: the, the dirt Wait, sir, did, did you say you had you even made it to the tree line yet you're no, still in the we field? were
2: completely in the open are you kidding me so, they're, they're in the tree line snapping these things oh my gosh. at us. So, of course, well, and this field has like a bunch of stinging nettle in it.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And the grass isn't oh. very thick. Like, it's not the best cover. Or con- it's not no cover. It's not even water, any concealment. so it's
1: yellow and sharp and on its own.
2: Yeah. So, we hightailed it out. And my group of friends is not one to just like capitulate and like Uh roll over. Yeah. So we're like, you know, are you kidding me? They're in our our forest. We claimed it. That's our ownership. And thus started the epic battles of for Black Forest. Long story short, we did put Pungy Pits in, (laughs) and we had determined that these kids were coming from the other side of the creek and they were crossing the creek.
1: Clear Lakers. Yeah. Coming into Govzer territory.
2: <laughs> That's so, no way. We had found these little, like, board bridges to bridge over the creek. And we'd remove them, and they would just find a way to put them back. And so, <coughs> oh, my gosh. We found a barbed wire, and we strung a barbed wire along the length of the bottom of the creek. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> what the freak? We... <laughs> This is like what happens when you let your kids read <laughs> real history. <laughs> it's like the reality of war meets this unknown reality of childhood.
1: All right, but let's, uh, let's get this out there. Who all, who all were you? Did you have the two Chrises? Obviously, you the, and Max.
2: Yeah, so it was mostly me, Max, and Adam.
1: Was Adam around by now? Maybe I he, he wasn't. was for that. I can't remember when they when the priors moved. No, he must not
2: have been. He must not have been cuz it was a while hmm. before he came in after Max came in. So, yeah, it was probably me, it was mostly me and Max. A lot of this we did on our own. Yeah. And yeah. at least Chris Nelson for some of it. I don't think Curry was ever there. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah. It, a lot of this stuff is is me and Max. But uh anyway, that that was kind of like uh, the initial foray into just so many shenanigans. Yeah. And funny, interesting to note, I'm actually writing a series of children's books loosely based, based on, on my childhood.
1: That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> what? No way.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm putting them on Amazon Kindle because you can do these. Um, So I'm trying this serial. There's a serial, a way to like release stories in serial. So you can like release an episode at a time or like a chapter at a time. Huh and uh
1: are these audio or or text no it's text okay are you gonna like use mid-journey or dolly
2: i use dolly for the so for this uh platform it's not you don't input images like in line with the text okay such as an episode so it's like just a wall of text Um, but you can get on your app your phone app and everything but then the um the story itself has a like a book cover image and i use dolly for that and it's actually pretty (laughs) cool Thank you. Thank you. Dang it, that's what I was gonna do. Oh shoot. Do it. You're gonna do it better. Thank you for, for being, being our brother. Wow, did that might just be nail too energetic that? though. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll take another run at it. Then. Okay. For, for, for being, being our, our brother. <laughs> that the first one was too energetic. <laughs>
0: gotcha for show notes and other brother goodness
1: check out our website be sure to come back next week and tell your friends so they too can become a brother over here brother over there, brother everywhere Another